Tracy Smothers, Harley Race, Tim Storm, Bushwhacker Luke, Bobby Fulton. The Pro, Pro Wrestling Vault, Volume one. 1, Bill Dundee, Super Mex Hernandez, C.W. Anderson, Ricky Morton, Sir Moe, and many others share their stories of determination, triumph, and, and sorrow. sorrow. Get your book today at Russellville.com or at Amazon.com. Russellville, Wrestling PWC Podcast with Rick Del Santo. For all your wrestling reviews, interviews, and news, Rick covers the United Wrestling Network, the NWA, and the Northeast region of the United States Independence. PWC, 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 PWC keeps you in the zone. Yes, sir. This is B. Brian Blair, and you're listening to my man Vinny on the Wrestleville Podcast. You're listening to the Wrestleville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest today is B. Brian Blair, professional wrestler of over 40 years and a member of the Killer Bees. Brian, how are you? Doing good, Vinny. Just uh, enjoying Florida, even though it's raining a lot now. Um, getting ready to head down to the Keys on a fishing trip, but um, you know, uh, working hard every day, and um, I need a little bit of play. Absolutely. Well, it's good that you're getting some rain down there. I could use some rain where I'm at here in Texas. And and what do you like to fish? Um, I fish in uh, Marathon in the Keys with my cousin, who's a captain, and we. Uh, we go out and we catch hogfish, uh, hog snappers, uh, grouper. Um, oh, we've caught in just all kinds of fish, African pompano, things that, you know, we really weren't fishing for, but you just happen to land. You never know what you're going to catch in the salt water, which is, you know, a lot different than freshwater water fishing. You know, if you catch bass, bluegill, whatever, uh, which is fun too. Um, just give me a fishing pole and I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, right? No, no. It's like <laughs> Steve Kern just left here. My good buddy, Steve Kern, um, uh, who's been uh, part of the Fabulous Ones and yes. uh, Doink the Clown and uh, Skinner. But uh, anyway, he just left left here. And uh, I think he's the only guy that likes, that I know, the friends of mine <laughs> in the uh, wrestling industry that like to fish more than I do. Um, Steve would fish in a puddle after it rained if he thought he could get a bite, you know. <laughs> That's a, that's a fisherman. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, Brian, thank you for coming on. Thank you for uh, being receptive to me. And we've, we've kind of uh, talked a little bit uh, here and there over the, the past year or so. I reached out to you about the Cauliflower Alley Club, and we'll definitely get into to that. Why don't you give my listeners just a, a brief description, as brief as you can, for as long as it was, a brief description of your career, uh, maybe of when you started and some of the major promotions that you worked in. Well, that would actually take a long time, Vinny. I started in Tampa, Florida, and um, um, you know wrestled for championship wrestling from Florida. And actually, you'll be seeing... Um, uh, Vice TV. Uh, we just filmed uh, the territories, and uh, you'll see the uh, championship wrestling from Florida territory coming up, I believe, in September. 
And if you like, uh, if you enjoyed Dark Side of the Ring, I know you're going to enjoy the territories. It's great. Um, to really understand my career, you would probably have to read my book, which I just happen to have a copy here, Truth Be Told, which is available on Amazon. And, um, you know, we've got a solid five-star rating uh, on Amazon. And it looks like I paid somebody to um, write these um, overviews of the book. And um, I uh, honestly didn't. It's a, it's a great read. And um, there's a lot of people that everybody knows uh, if you're a wrestling fan in here. And um, uh, even though I wrote the book and Ian, Ian Douglas, I have to say my uh, co-author and the guy that really put in the grunt work, he did a fabulous job. Ian Douglas is so good at, you know, I make the notes in a book and write it all. And then Ian puts them together and he is just, he's done Bugsy McGraw's book. He, he's done um, Dan Severin's book. He's done several books and um, he's in the process of doing Steve Kern's book. He's um, just a tremendous author and a tremendous guy. I had him on my show as well. And also too, he kind of runs in a circle of writing friends. So we don't know each other really, really well, but we'll reach out to each other and, you know, we'll, we, we, we have contact like that. Right. Right. So yeah, he's a, he's a super guy. And um, you know, I tell everybody, if you, uh, if you buy the book from Amazon and if for some reason you don't like it, I'll give you double your money back. And I mean that if you're uh, really going to read the book and you want to read an entertaining book, um, I'll stand by my words. And um, it's easy to get a hold of me through the Cauliflower Alley Club, obviously, uh, which is my passion, really, um, besides fishing. I put in countless hours for the Cauliflower Alley Club, and we have our 56th reunion coming up in in Las Vegas from the 26th through the um, 28th of September. And we'll be at the Plaza Hotel and Casino. We have $39 room rates. Uh, you become a member of the CAC for $25, 100% of the money that we raise goes to help um, our fellow colleagues who have fallen on difficult financial times. And it's very rewarding. It's very sad at the same time to see and to have to go through some of the things that uh, we go through on a daily basis. Um, some of the hardships when you listen to them, guys that have made millions of dollars, like my good friend behind me there, Mr. Wonderful. Uh, we don't mention names unless they give us permission to mention their names. And, you know, we saved Paul's house and uh, due to know he had a lot of medical bills pile up on him because of all the things that had happened to him. You know, he had uh, stage four cancer and just uh, a lot of different things besides the dementia, the Alzheimer's that finally caught up to him. Um, Paul was my very best friend and uh, I miss him every day. But, uh, you know, uh, Kamala, Bobby the Brain, Hina, and you go on and on and on. And um, you, you, so many people that I can't mention um, because again, we don't mention, we don't put out names that we assist, but um, of course, everything's accounted for, double accounted for. We have a full-time accountant, a full-time attorney. Um, uh, we, the organization is tremendous and our guests this year are off the top. I mean, we've got, we're having a Memphis mania night on Tuesday with Jerry, the King Lawler, with uh, the rock and roll express with the, the Tommy rich with uh, Jeff Jarrett and Christine Jarrett um, uh, with um, uh, let's see. Oh gosh. Uh, Wednesday we have uh, JBL, uh, you know, Bradshaw, what a wonderful guy. Um, just uh, so many wonderful honorees. Um, 
this year. It's um, it's going to be a blast. And you can just go to caulifloweralleyclub.org and you can see everybody that's will, that will be there um, that's listed so far. There'll be a lot, lot, a lot of wrestlers that aren't mentioned. What would you say to somebody who's listening to this, who's hearing the Cauliflower Alley Club for the first time and, you know, they're thinking about participating or joining or contributing? What would you say to them? You know, and because a lot of people think, oh, these wrestlers, they, they made a lot of money back then and da, da, da. But, you know, when you're talking about cancer and you're talking about back surgeries and you're talking about guys that may not have insurance or, or they're responsible for that on their own. That, that stuff adds up really quick. Yeah. Not to mention divorces and, you know, uh, children that uh, do things that are out of their parents' control where it, it causes, and they're responsible. Um, there's so many different things that can cause somebody to all of a sudden fall on a difficult financial time. And uh, for $25, I would say to that person thinking about it, how can you go wrong for $25 when 50% of that goes directly to the benevolent fund? The other 50% goes to mail you four copies of the new, our new award-winning newsletter, The Ear, uh, which is very entertaining. And the only way you can get one of those is uh, if you're a member of the Cauliflower Alley Club, the CAC. So for $25, try it for a year. You can always join for a lifetime if you like it for $300. And those rates are getting ready to go up. So I highly encourage everybody, um, just like everything else is going up right now, postage, everything's gone up. So, you know, it actually costs us $12.50 to print and mail uh, four copies of the ear each year. And that, that, by the way, is a wholesale cost because one of our board members, Royal Duncan, owns Duncan, Duncan Publishing. So, you know, had we, if we had to pay for those four years full price, it would cost that whole $25. And um, that's why we're uh, one of the reasons we are needing to go up in our membership prices. You know, and I've noticed in years past that you guys would hold the the convention in, in March. And I guess because of COVID, it threw the schedule off. And then last year, you guys had it in September. And now you're going to continue to do it in September or, or what's the thought going forward? Well, we were doing it in April, uh, okay. Vinny. Uh, okay. And, um, you know, after WrestleMania. Uh, okay. So um, we just decided to, uh, because of the COVID, as you said, um, we had to postpone it uh, a year. And um, we did September last year. It was very successful. Everybody enjoyed it. Uh, it's cooler than um, you tend to get more of um, your there's less traffic in Vegas then so we can use more of the hotel space which is great for us for because we have seminars there there's all kinds of entertainment um, you pay $150 for a reunion ticket that lasts through the whole reunion and you can go to all the seminars you, you get to go into uh, the two banquet award nights, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday night. Um, there's all kinds of, uh, there's treasure hunts. There's, there's uh, bowling tournaments. There's cribbage tournaments. There's all kinds of fun things for the family to do, for you to do, single family, doesn't matter. Um, and everybody's really nice at the Cauliflower Alley Club. If we have uh, anybody that's uh, not a nice person, we 
pull them to the side and ask them not to come back. And we've had to do that a couple of times, but for the people get it, they realize that, Hey, we're just family. We're all here. We're fans uh, of the wrestling industry and we're going to support the wrestling industry. And um, uh, we're here together. Right. Well, when you bring that many different personalities together, you know, everyone's going to get along, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's not, it, don't really worry about the talent so much. Uh, and actually we've gotten to where we don't, we, the only thing we worry about, if you want to call it worry, uh, the things that we are concerned about, I should say, is always to make sure that our, our members, our attendees, because you do have to be a member to attend, that uh, they have the best time possible, that we make sure that everything is there and if, if you don't have a good time, it's because either you didn't go, uh, you went somewhere else. But if you go, I promise it's a great time. It's very addicting. You go to the Cauliflower Alley Club reunion one time and it's like, golly, you can't wait for the next one. I, I've known a lot of people who've gone in the past and uh, I I've, I've, have not had the opportunity to attend. But the friends that I've spoke to have they speak very highly of it. And, you know, I get to see some pictures and stuff. And I even saw some pictures of the event last year. And, you know, I was uh, surprised to see, you know, a lot of the faces, even under the circumstances of what we're dealing with last year, you know, so. Right. Yeah, we had a, we had a great, uh, a great lineup uh, last year. And uh, again, this year, we're just, uh, uh, we've got a, a great lineup again. Um, we also uh, have um, the Lucha Award, which uh, uh, Ray Mysterio won last year. And he, Ray was great last year. He was super. This year, Conan will be there winning the Lucha Award. And um, I have mentioned Tommy Wildfire Rich. I didn't mention Kevin Sullivan. And uh, he'll be there, of course, uh, winning a Men's Wrestling Award. Uh, Women's Wrestling Awards going to Jacqueline. Remember Jacqueline from WWE? Um, I do. Uh, Billy Silverman will win the referee award. As I mentioned, uh, Jerry Lawler uh, is being presented with the president's award, which I've had the option of giving to somebody ever since I've been president before the 50th reunion, but I haven't really found, never really found that person. If you read the award descriptions online, you'll see why. And until I uh, really analyze Jerry Lawler, who's I've known for many, many years. Uh, he's just a wonderful guy. He does a lot of giving back to the community. Uh, everybody knows him. Uh, he's always entertaining. And uh, I guarantee you he'll be entertaining um, this September as well. I mean, uh, Ron Hutchison, uh, one of our executive board members in Canada, saw the card and he, he's excited and he puts together all the seminars and, you know, without Rich Engling, Rich Engling is the executive vice president. He handles all the memberships and uh, he, he wears a lot of hats, um, you know, as a treasurer as well. And um, uh, he's done a tremendous job. Uh, Darla Staggs, um, uh, she does our benevolent, uh, checks everybody out to make sure, you know, they're not on drugs and uh, the money that they're asking for goes to the right place. Checks are made. We don't just give cash to somebody. Checks are made to, you know, wherever they need to go. And um, Darla does a, a great job with that. And, and Royal Duncan, like I mentioned, he does our uh, publishing uh, for our ear. And he's one of our uh, longest uh, board members. Um, we recently lost Carl Lauer, 
who was the anchor of the club for 30, over 30 years. And um, we'll do something special for Carl as well. So we've got a, we've got a great line lineup. Um, also, uh, we have the, uh, the courage award, which will be announced. We don't announce that until the night of the award. Um, we have the uh, James C. Melby award, which is voted on by all the past uh, recipients of the James C. Melby award, which is for the best historian uh, preservationists of our uh, business. And this year, Steve Johnson is winning that. So again, um, I mentioned Billy Silverman as a referee, JBL, so many good uh, uh, superstars, if you will, there to uh, entertain all of our guests at the 56th reunion. I can't believe it's a 56th reunion already at the Cauliflower Alley Club. So go to caulifloweralleyclub.org. Check it out. All right. Yes. I was just going to ask you that. And that way uh, the listeners can get some more information on that and they can go on there and find out how to, you know, make plans for that and see, see everything that's available. So thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Brian, let's switch gears a little bit. And, you know, your, your career was, was long and, and thank you for, for, all, all the years of entertaining us in the ring, what was maybe, uh, if you could mention a couple really special errors or, or territories or promotions that, that you worked with? Well, there was something very unique about all of them. One of them, I loved uh, the year and a half that I lived with David Von Erich after I left uh, the Oklahoma Territory, um, after Mid-South, uh, split up Vince took uh, our Bill Watts took uh, the southern portion and Leroy McGurk took over the northern portion and I went with Leroy was there we, we just had some some great times um, it, it was a wonderful territory whether it was together or separated um, because you're in Louisiana um, you're in um, Oklahoma um, Missouri um, uh, where else were we? Arkansas. Those were great states, and um, uh, Mississippi. All those states. Um, they were all unique, and um, there was always something interesting going on. So many great road stories. Since you mentioned David Von Erich, who he's got to be one of my my favorite wrestlers of of all time. I'd like to talk a little bit about him because he doesn't come up in too many of my conversations. He passed away in 1984. And a lot of my listeners, if they're not my age or your age, they may not be familiar with him. Uh, let's, let's talk a little bit about him and how special he was in the ring. I recently came across a match uh, of him in 1977 from 1977 against Harley race. And I, must have watched that thing about four or five times. And I was just amazed with how good he was. And, and if I'm not mistaken, he turned pro in 1977 or close to it. So, you know, for him to be so young in the business to have such a excellent match with someone like Harley Race, um, it just blew my mind. And so he, he was special, right, Brian? Oh, he's very special, um, Vinny. And one of the things that I admired about David, I, when I left Oklahoma, 
I came to Texas, lived with David a year and a half. He was, he, he really had him and him and uh, him and Carrie and Kevin were all very talented in their own unique ways. But David had that special sense of the business where, you know, they were always baby faces. They were good guys. Everybody loved them in Texas. They were fantastic. But when David came to Florida and I came to Florida, <laughs> well, I was in Florida. And then after I had left, uh, this was my second time back to Florida. And uh, I had won the Florida heavyweight title and the Southern heavyweight title. And I was work, working with David only this, this time, rather than being a tag team partner, like we were very often in Texas, he was my opponent. And as a heel, as a bad guy, he was off the chart. I mean, the guy was amazing. Yeah, that's funny that you say that because I, you know, when I grow, grew up in the Dallas area watching the, the world-class promotion, I didn't see that, right? But I went, uh, I heard about this, so I did some research online and went through some YouTube, uh, you know, the YouTube uh, portal, so to speak. And I came across some matches of David Von Erich as a heel, and I was just blown away. I couldn't believe I found it, for one, but I was just amazed by, you know, to see that side of him. Actually, he wound up teaming up with with Dory as a heel team. And there's uh, YouTube matches where they're wrestling myself and Mike Graham uh, and some other people. Uh, and Dory was a tremendous teacher. He still is a tremendous teacher. Dory Funk Jr. is uh, him and Steve Kern are probably the two best teachers of of the business that ever walked. Uh, at least in my era. And um, Dory uh, took David under his wing and really, really groomed him and really helped him. And, you know, Dory helped me tremendously as well. Um, a lot of guys helped me, like Hiro Matsuda and Jack Briscoe and um, Bob Backlund and uh, guys like this, um, Hiro Matsuda, uh, Gerald Briscoe, uh, Don Morocco, so many guys where I when I was just starting in the business, but when you actually then go into the ring to work with somebody, it's a whole different thing. And Dory was such a great, um, I mean, he could work with a broomstick. He just knew um, how to take a young green guy and make him look a lot more advanced than he was, as long as you listen to him. And um, I always did, always have, and actually still do. He's a good guy. We have a project coming up together, by the way, as well. Um, uh, we have a new reality show that we'll, we are going to start filming in September. Oh, wow. And, and what's that? What is that going to uh, entail? Um, it's a pro wrestling challenge. Um, I won't give you, I don't want to lay out the whole program yet until we're, we've got stuff in in the can, but it's, it's about the dreamers, the people that, that want to be a professional wrestler that dream about it, that go to schools, to the schools that follow them. You, you're going to see some amazing stories of some people that are overcoming such adversity 
with one goal in mind, and that's to get to the dance. That's to, you know, be on a, a pay-per-view show or be on a um, with either AEW or WWE with to be with a big promotion, New Japan Wrestling, um, NWA, whoever it is, um, Impact, um, and um, we will. Uh, uh, that will culminate into uh, another very fun uh, episode where people will actually win contracts, wrestling contracts. I, I have a question for you, Brian. It, when you got into professional wrestling uh, in the mid-70s, it was a lot harder to get into pro, pro wrestling back then. And even 10, 20 years prior to that, even doubly harder, right? If that's even a term. But, you know, do you think today that, you know, the accessibility of getting into professional wrestling is a little too easy when you when you see uh, some of the, the really small guys that that really don't look like wrestlers? I mean, yeah, uh, I, I know exactly what you're saying. And um, it was much more difficult back then. I mean, you couldn't pay somebody to get into the business. It was just you had to go out and prove yourself. Um, uh, wrestling's always been very political. Um, you got to know somebody that's willing to put their name on the line, like Buddy Colt did for me. God bless Buddy Colt. What a wonderful guy. What a heel he was. And uh, he was actually the guy that got, was most relevant in getting me in the business because I was poor. Um, I grew grew up my parents were divorced when I was 13 and I've been on my own since I was 13 years old uh well actually 15 years old um but my parents were divorced when I was 13 I was out on my own before my 16th birthday and um I mean paying my own rent getting my own food whatever I could do to survive and um you know wrestling was was a dream I'd I'd turn on uh, WTOG Channel 44 and Championship Wrestling in Florida and hear Gordon Soley and watch the Briscoes and the Fonks. And uh, before that was Eddie Graham versus the great Malenko. And then you had superstar Billy Graham. You had um, um, Abdullah the Butcher. You'd have Joe LaDuke, um, just all, all kind of talent coming in and out. Um, superstar Billy Graham, you know. Uh, Hulkster always loved Superstar Billy Graham, and um, it's obvious. Yeah, so we would go down like on Tuesday nights, you know, before you know we even knew each other. We were, I'd see him at the matches, and uh, then I started sneaking into the bar because he was older than me, uh, is older than me, and um, back then the drinking age was eighteen to get into the bar, and I was only seventeen, but. I forgot how I got in there, but I used to always get into the bars and um, never, never got in trouble, got in a lot of fights that I never started. But uh, I guess that kind of helped me along the way to be a wrestler. Boy, I could tell you some stories there. But if you read my book, uh, Truth Be Told, there, there's a lot of interesting stories. in there. So, um, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a tough business to get into. It was very tough. And now there's just saturated. You go, if you got... You know, guys will put you on payment plans, 25 bucks a week. Come on down and be a wrestler. So it's, uh, but with all that said, there is some amazing talent out there that has never gotten a break. And we will highlight some of that amazing talent um, in September. And you're going to see some guys that 
will make it to the dance. Last year, I had put out a book called the Wrestleville, the Pro Wrestling Vault, Volume 1. And it is a book of 35 short stories. And it has Harley Race, Tracy Smothers, Bobby Fulton, Ricky Morton, Bushwhacker Luke, C.W. Anderson, Tim Storm. However, but there's a lot of other men in, in this book, too. However, fans may not know those people. There's some people that are in this book that have wrestled for 15, 20 years and never really made it to, you know, uh, television or the big dance. However, they're amazing wrestlers and work with some of the, the best wrestlers in the world. And like you said, there's some people that that do fly under their, unfortunately, fly under the radar. Yes. Yeah, I agreed. And um, uh, that's why I'm so excited about our show. Um because we are going to highlight some of those people that have flown under the radar and um, some of the young men and women that have. Um, and I think people are going to be very, very surprised at what they see. It's, there's so many twists and turns and ins and outs, something that's never been done. And uh, uh, it's going to be, it's going to appeal, whether you're an AEW fan, WWE fan, New Japan fan, whatever, it's going to appeal to wrestling fans across the spectrum. And um, it will be very tugging at the heart while telling the true stories of what these uh, men and women do now, how they survive. Uh, you know, it's a lot more expensive in this world to live. And, you know, when you have a family and you're working at UPS at night and, um, you know, getting up in the morning because your wife's going off to work and then you got to feed the kids and then uh, take them to school, then head to the wrestling uh, gym for three hours, um, uh, lift weights, come back, you know, get a few hours sleep while your wife's making, taking care of the kids uh, and then do it all over again, you know, hit your job at UPS. And, you know, it's, it's very, very interesting. And uh, so you'll be seeing things like that. You know, we'll be close up uh, to these people that um, are people that we feel uh, have what it takes to uh, become the next uh, superstars in the business. Yeah, that that sounds very interesting. Yeah, because there there is always a story behind the story or, or behind the person. Right. So everybody, mm -hmm. everybody has a story. And that's what I found was. You know, as I do this and talk to so many different wrestlers. Right, right, right. So and then, you know, um, with uh, wrestling uh, has evolved merchandise um, from the very beginning. And I just uh, signed a deal with uh, Chella Toys and um, uh, Jim Brunzel, my partner, Jim Brunzel did as well. Um, and uh, we're excited about our new action figures coming out. Um, with uh, Cella Toys of England, out of England. It's got to be flattering to a, to a point, right? Because here you are, I mean, I, you, you have wrestled. I mean, you have wrestled. You even told me that you, your last match was, what, 2019, 2017? Yeah, I've had somewhere between five and 6,000 wrestling matches. To have an action figure. Yeah. I mean, it kind of says not, you arrived, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I would think so. Not, a, not everybody has an action figure. I, I just talked to somebody the other day. He goes, 
I have a wrestling buddy and it looks just like me and I can't believe it. Right. So, but I mean, for to, to have something like that, it, it, it has to make you feel pretty good. Well, you know, it's always nice. Uh, you know, having kids, uh, two boys, I used to pray to God, dear God, um, you know, I, I, I want to have a baby. And if you would, bless me with a son, I would greatly appreciate that. And, and if I'm ever fortunate enough to have two, I would love to have my own killer bees. Blah, 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 blah. And lo and behold, you know, uh, I've got a whole sermon, I won't preach to you now, but on the power of prayer. But um, I wound up having two sons, Brett and Bradley. And uh, it's gonna be very tough going down to the Keys this year, because that's the last place I was with my son before he got murdered. So, um, but they, uh, <laughs> I just remember them as kids, you know, playing with those action figures. They loved them so much. I have so many pictures, you know, they've got Hogan and Macho Man, or they've got the Nasty Boys. And of course, they're going to let Dad and Jumpin' Jim beat the Nasty Boys and the ring and all this stuff and it's amazing how many kids have had so much fun playing with those things rather than playing with video games all the time you know they're they've got their minds twisting in another way another positive way so um uh it's uh it's a lot of fun i have so many comments of you know adults saying god i had so much fun with your dolls when i was a kid with your action figures i'll call them dolls and uh you know, I say, well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And they'll, you know, they always have something kind to say, you know, wrestling fans are the best. And uh, that's why I'm so into the business. I've, I've never come across uh, such sincere, wonderful people as the wrestling fans. I was at a local wrestling show last night, had a table, was selling my books, a fan who did not speak any English. It was all Spanish. He was wearing a luchador mask and I had to get someone to translate it for me. However, he wanted his picture taken with me. (laughs) (laughs) And I, yeah, I was, I was blown away. I was, I was blown away. So yes, the, the, the people, the fans, they're genuine, you know, uh, I'm, I'm over the years, you know, a lot of people, you know, like to, kind of like to poke at wrestling you know that you know like it's an easy joke right but you know what i'll tell you the 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 people that i've met in professional wrestling have been true blue have have been good and uh we're just hardworking, honest people and and some of the kindest people i've met you know mm-hmm. yeah absolutely ryan where can people get your book where can people find it and what are they going to get out of it well, it's available on Amazon or it's available if you want to personalize, you can go to the, the killerbees.net. And if you go to the killerbees.net, you can order a copy of uh, Truth Be Told um, and uh, have it autographed or you can get it from Amazon. Um, what they're going to get is a story of, um, of uh, my personal beginnings, how it involved into a, a career in wrestling, um, from welding mailbox posts to working at Kmart to selling sodas at the Tampa Stadium, watching Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, number 40, 
be the superstar fullback that he was to going into stories about Andre the Giant and, and um, uh, Dusty, Dream, Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, uh, so many others. Um, uh, the book is full of um, humor. It's, it's full of en enlightening uh, education. Uh, it's full of motivation. And um, there's, uh, it's 100% it's the truth. And that's the big deal of it. It's the truth. And it's, uh, it's an in-your-face book. You, you just, um, like I said, I give people double their money back guarantee if they don't like it. So far, nobody's ever asked me for that, but I'd be more than happy to give them uh, their, if they pay, pay $25 for the book, I give you 50 bucks if you honestly don't like it. And uh, nobody's, uh, all I've gotten back is five-star ratings. Good. And I think that says a lot for the book itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you, Brian. I really do appreciate you coming on. And I want to thank you again for everything you've done for wrestling. I think the fans, I've spoke to Ian about the book as well. I think the fans who go out and purchase this book are going to be thoroughly in, impressed by, by the, the whole story. So. Yeah, I'll have to check your book out too. Um, are you, is that available on Amazon? It is. Matter of fact, uh, I have two books out. One is uh, Lance by Chance Wrestling as a Von Eric, and then I have right. the Russellville, the Pro yes, Wrestling Vault right Volume One. Yes, you remember. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Ah, I got to get. Uh, I got to get to reading. Yes, absolutely. And they're absolutely. and they're easy reads. And they're easy reads. Well, Vinny, I appreciate you having me on, and uh, man, I uh, I just wish you uh, all the best, and. Um, Look forward to uh, listening to the podcast and yes. uh, hope to see a bunch of people at the Cauliflower Alley Club in September. And, um, you know, just keep on buzzing, my friend. And I wish your audience nothing but good things. Thank you very much. And same to you, too, my friend. Thank you, Vinny. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. wondered what happened to Lance Von Erich? Find out in his book, Lance by Chance, Wrestling as a Von Erich. You'll read stories about Chris Adams, Ric Flair, and Billy Jack Haynes. And of course, the Von Erich family themselves. Get your book today on Amazon. Ring the Bell Radio. Listen to J.D., Barris, and Logan talk about wrestling news, reviews, in-depth conversations, and interviews. The podcast that we want to hear and you will to ring the bell radio. We call it in the ring. <laughs>